0: Hey everyone, if you know me, you know that I've been investing in precious metals for many, many years. Once I realized that private banking cartels could drastically manipulate currencies, putting my family savings in jeopardy, I decided to take matters into my own hand and diversify our savings strategy. This is why I buy physical silver and gold and invest in metals through our Roth and 401k. And I only invest with Colonial Metals Group. CMG is the exclusive sponsor of The Shannon Joy Show, and they're helping me set up a safe and secure, self-directed IRA where I have access to my assets no matter what the stock market, or for that matter, the government is doing. Let the team of experts at Colonial help you protect your family's future with an extra special offer just for the SJ audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888 705 0950. That's 888-705-0950. And you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver just for the SJ audience. Join me today and take back your power. Secure your wealth with Colonial Metals Group. Hello, world, and welcome to the Shannon Joy Show. We're broadcasting from the Joy Virtual Studio right here in the beautiful Finger Lakes region of New York State. It is so good to be with all of you tonight. If you are listening on news radio, WHAM 1180, the 50,000-watt power signal here in Western New York, thanks for being with us on Old School Terrestrial Radio. If you're listening on your favorite podcast platform like iTunes, iHeart, Spotify, Stitcher, Pandora, you name it, thanks for listening to the show. And if you are viewing on Rumble, thanks for being with us tonight as we dip our toes into the video waters. It's been quite an adjustment, but I appreciate all of your feedback and your well wishes. Um, we have a big show for you tonight for those of you who support The Shannon Joy Show over at theshannonjoy.com, theshannonjoy.com. It's my website. As you all know, we are completely independent. We could not do this without you, the listener. We are primarily supported by the listeners of and the viewers of The Shannon Joy Show. So thank you for your contributions. You can go to theshannonjoy.com. The shannonjoy.com and become a patron if you appreciate the work that we do here on a daily basis. A little bit of housekeeping. Peter McCullough, Dr. Peter McCullough, will be here in Rochester, New York on March 10th and 11th. So get your tickets. He will be joined by Steve Kirsch, Daniel Horowitz, Jeffrey Tucker of the Brownstone Institute, and many more. We are going to have a summit for truth and wellness here in Rochester, New York, and we are already selling tickets. Uh, we've sold a lot of tickets. We have a capacity for 1300 for the Saturday event that is Saturday, March 11th. Tickets are on sale right now at Americans for Healthcare Alternatives website. That's afha.health, afha.health. And all of the proceeds go to support not only the Shannon Joy Show, but also AFHA and their mission to build a wellness center here in Western New York. So we are so excited for that event. It is the Summit for Truth and Wellness. Go to AFHA.health. That's AFHA.health to get your tickets. And if you want to get in touch with me, please g- uh, email me at my Gmail account, the ShannonJoyShow at gmail.com, the Shannon Joy Show at gmail.com. I love to hear from all of you. Yesterday. We interviewed Dr. Robert Malone and we began to discuss this concept of living in a 5G warfare world and fifth generation warfare. It's really, it's why you feel so unsettled. It's why it's so difficult to find the truth these days. If you think you're kind of overwhelmed, if you have information overload, you have a really hard time discerning what is true, what is false. Um, it's very difficult. And the reason it's difficult is because there is so much misinformation and disinformation being thrown at us at a breakneck pace. And that is on purpose. And it's coming from a concealed adversary. And that's what Dr. Malone and I began to talk about yesterday, defining what this fifth generation warfare is and defining the enemy. Who are we up against? And that's been one of the difficulties. You know, I have had a sense that something was very off for about 10 years. It's one of the reasons that I launched the Shannon Joy Show 10 years ago. Something was off. I have small kids. My children need liberty and I wanted to fight for them. And I knew something was wrong. I knew that we weren't getting the full story. And it's one of the reasons that I started the Shannon Joy Show was to try to find that truth. And it's been very, very difficult. We were able to get a glimpse—a glimpse of our ad- adversary, starting around March of 2020. We knew that there were globalist actors. We knew that there was a larger agenda, a, ge- a new agenda for the 21st century that involves a small number of elites, corporate elites, uh, governmental elites coming together and essentially seizing everything, inventorying the entire planet, land, water natural resources, and human beings, monitoring them, surveilling them, and controlling them. And that really has been this larger agenda that's been going on for many, many decades. But we really saw it in earnest with the rollout of COVID-19, the pandemic, and the resulting lockdowns and closures, mask mandates and vax mandates, and the disaster that is the rollout of the mrna vaccines which are now becoming known as being completely to- toxic i do believe in the next few months we could see a complete removal of these products from the market and this is going to send um this is going to send things into a little bit of chaos it's really hard to predict what is going to happen but we are in a state of war and that's something that we discussed with Doctor Malone yesterday on the program, right? Well, if we are being subjected to fifth generation warfare, and that includes it, it, it's essentially extreme manipulation from a concealed adversary that has a goal. So, yes, I guess you could call it a conspiracy. Although the folks out in Davos aren't really concealing this any anymore. It's not really a theory; it's actually a fact. They're very blatant about what they intend to do. And tonight, we're going to look at what's going on in Davos, the the meeting of the world's elite. They have claimed for themselves, I mean, they are the masters of the universe. They have decided without the consent of the governed, without democracy, that they will control everything that is happening on the planet. And um, essentially, they're seizing control for themselves. So we have to keep an eye on what they're doing in Davos, which we'll look at tonight. But what this really means in terms of, you know, 5G warfare is extreme manipulation from that concealed adversary. And it includes uh, mainstream media, social media, PR and public relations campaigns, um, local influencers in your community. Um, from your you know, health officials to medical doctors who are outspoken that talk to your local media on a regular basis and became very well known during the COVID-19 crisis and subsequent lockdowns. It also includes social media, so face, uh, fake accounts, bots, crisis actors, controlled opposition, the unibrow political party, right? We have Democrats and Republicans, but it's becoming very clear, especially after what happened in the House uh, the week before last regarding the election of the speaker, we're beginning to realize that the Republicans and the Democrats are essentially the same party. And Conservative Inc., so many of the voices that you grew up listening to that you trusted on the right, from your local, you know, your favorite local talk radio host to your favorite um, online internet platform host, we are finding that a lot of those big talkers aren't really in opposition to the Republican at all. They're essentially running cover for the Republican Party. So it's all very confusing. And, you know, I I guess my message tonight as we as we begin to look through this and we begin to delve into this, it's not your fault, is the message, right? You know, I do this for a living. I am constantly watching the mainstream news media, observing politics. I've done this for 10 years. And it's even difficult for me at this point to discern. What is true and what is false? Um, looking at controlled opposition, trying to understand people's motives. It's a full time job. And they are leveling. I mean, this is a sophisticated program. And they're, I mean, this type of propaganda is very difficult for people to discern. And so, you know the point as we begin to look at the 5G warfare i'm going to get into a little bit more detail uh today on the show um but the point the larger point is that it's it's not your fault right like it's not your fault that you have difficulty finding truth when everyone is lying to you when so many people are lying and that doesn't mean there aren't good sources out there but we have to figure out how to discern and i want to start tonight in context of davos with, you know, some of the ways that I discern, I have to tell you, um, one of the things that I look for in sources, two things that I look for in sources in terms of dis- discerning whether or not they can be trusted. Um, one is consistency. So, if you know, have they been around for a long period of time? Uh, are they saying the same things that they said three years ago, five years ago, 10 years ago? One of the great ways to discern whether or not a voice is um, credible and one worth listening to is their consistency because the truth is always consistent consistent. And so if they have to go through and com- and continually rearrange their thinking and justify their thinking to suit uh, a certain political party or a certain political narrative, that's going to give you a clue that they are serving another master other than the truth, right? But if you can be sure that they are consistent, and I can give you a couple examples. Uh, Daniel Horowitz over at the Blaze He was a senior editor over at Conservative Review. I've known him for almost a decade. And if you read what Daniel Horowitz was writing 10 years ago, it is exactly the same as what he is writing today. That's one of the reasons that you know he's a great source. Um, Epic Times is a great paper of record, and they go way back. I mean, I've been using Epic Times as a resource for almost a decade on my show, and they are very consistent as well. Uh, Steve Dace over at The Blaze is absolutely consistent. Um, Some of the people that I found during the the dark days of 2020 were completely consistent with their analysis as well. So consistency, uh, so you've got to pay attention and you've got to have a long memory, but people who are consistent with their analysis are individuals, I think, that are credible. Um, In addition to that, you know, people who are courageous and and willing to stand up for a truth, even though they may suffer loss. And this was when I found some of the best resources in the dark days of 2020, when lockdowns were happening, forced masking was happening. Both political parties were 100 percent invested in it, invested in the narrative, including right-wing talkers and right-wing pundits. Donald Trump himself issued the first lockdowns and mask mandates. He wrote the executive order that put Operation Warp Speed in place, which gave us these toxic mRNA vaccines. And so in that time, there were very, very few, I would say, less than 5% of the pundits and talkers out there were speaking the truth. And it was around that time that I found Jeffrey Tucker of Brownstone Institute. It was at that time that I found Steve Kirsch of the Vaccine Safety Research Foundation and Naomi Wolf and Alex Berenson, former reporter of the New York Times. There are a whole host of others as well, but these were individuals who were sticking their necks out in a time when it was not politically acceptable to do so. And like myself, many of them lost friends, they lost relationships, they lost business opportunities. And I would also look to the the doctors, right? Pierre Corey and Dr. Zelenko and Dr. Peter McCullough and Dr. Malone. These were also individuals who came out very early. Ryan Cole was another one with the truth. And they did so at great risk, right? They were risking their... Their lives, their fortune, and their sacred honor, but they were pursuing the truth. And this is one of the ways that I will discern um, who my sources are and who my trusted sources are. So, you know, I know that it's difficult right now to kind of navigate these waters because there is so much disinformation, and uh, it's a lot. And I can just being honest with all of you, I, you know, I have a hard time discerning myself sometimes that things get cloudy. I would say the the last piece of advice that I have in terms of that is to get into your Bible, even if you aren't a believer. And for those of you who are not believers, atheists or agnostics, I'm not trying to preach to you. I'm just saying when you look at The Bible as a source, an original source document, it is full of an enormous amount of wisdom. And I have been going back to Proverbs and Psalms, reading those chapters um, cover to cover, front to back, and also a a chronological reading of the Bible. Just helps you understand the cyclical nature of history and it helps you in terms of discernment, like getting back to the basics. There are a lot of clues that you can use to discern sources. I would also say, take a look at, I mean, for me, the number one is what I'm seeing with my own two eyes, what I'm hearing with my own two ears in my own corner of the world, in my own community. Um, I, I measure that next to what I'm, I'm reading on social media or I'm hearing on mainstream media, and I'm always testing them against each other to try to figure out what the truth is. And it was one of the reasons I was very early on calling the COVID-19 fraud for what it was in 2020, because I was talking to medical doctors and nurses who were in the hospitals. I was talking to neighbors and friends. I was constantly looking for new information. And despite what they were saying and what we were seeing on mainstream news media about, uh, you know, skyrocketing cases and, 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 uh, you know the morgues being full and, and you know the hospitals filling up like every hospital staffer I talked to said from the moment it happened until eight months in that the hospitals were absolutely empty right so what we were seeing with our own eyes was not measuring up to what we were hearing with. On, or what we were hearing on the media. And it's kind of the same today. Now that we do have a crisis of the vaccine injured, and we're seeing the cases of myocarditis and pericarditis, and the strokes and the blood clots, and all of the adverse impacts, the um, degraded immune systems of so many Americans who were jabbed, double jabbed, and boosted, this is now what is filling up the hospitals, but you don't see any of the crisis. Um, you know, PR campaigns, right? They're kind of ignoring it. They're shoving it under the rug. And I've spoken with many people. I've gone myself to emergency rooms to see with my own eyes, and they look like third world countries. It is, it's a, an absolute devastating crisis, what's happening in our hospitals today. And we know that this is being corroborated with actuarial data, the the spike in all-cause mortality. So there's a truth out there, but the media and social media is not going to tell you the truth. They're going to suppress it. So we have to begin to learn how to discern ourselves. And that's what I hope. I mean, I'm not perfect at it, but it is why I have people like Dr. Malone on the show. It's why we're going to look at the fifth generation warfare terms and tactics today we're going to look at two pieces actually um we're going to define the enemy today on the Shannon Joy show so we're going to look at this piece um this really good i mentioned it yesterday on my on my program it's posted at unheard.com and it's how the davos elite took back control the world economic Forum is insulating policy making from democracy. Essentially, mentioned a little bit earlier in this segment that uh, they have declared themselves the masters of the universe. There has been no election. There has been no forum. There's no been. There's been no discussion or debate. This is the new world order. They have installed themselves, and we got a glimpse of their power in March of 2020. We've we got a glimpse of their network starting in March of 2020 with the scam that was COVID-19 and then the lockdowns and the forced jabs. So the question is, how did they do it and who are they? So tonight in the program, we're going to define the enemy. We're going to tell you who they are, how they came about, so that you have an understanding. There's also a great documentary, um, You Met, the producers of died suddenly last week on the Shannon Joy show, a fantastic documentary that I'm just looking into now, the greatest reset. If you want to find that they give an overview on this as well, which is, which is really good. And then we're also going to get into fifth gen warfare terms and tactics. Um, this was posted on Dr. Malone's Substack. stack. Uh, it's very good and um it goes over the deliberate deliberate manipulation of an observer's context in order to achieve A desired outcome. So they always begin with the end in mind, and it is constant manipulation. And the first step in battling this is awareness, is understanding what it is. Who is the enemy? Who is they? Right. I remember once I was talking to my husband who doesn't look into this stuff as much as I do. And I'm constantly talking about, well, you know, they put out this and they put out that, and this is what they want. And one, at one point, he's like, Shannon, who is they? Like, who is that person? And I couldn't answer it, you know, a few years ago. Right I'm like I don't know I just know that they're there because you can see their plans you can see the tactics if you're pl- if you're paying close enough attention um the question is who is they and I think now we are beginning to see who the they is, and we're gonna look at that tonight, so identifying who it is and then understanding their tactics uh is the first step to battling back and then being able to deploy in your own hometown from your own corner of the world the truth that's the fun thing about five g warfare is each and every one of us can get involved in it. so when we come back, we're gonna look at the enemy, the Davos crowd we're gonna look at what they're doing in Davos, very naughty right now they're meeting and uh they have an agenda. I don't think that it's one that's good for humanity, but it certainly is good for them and lining their pockets. And we come back, we're going to look at some reporting from Jordan Shackdell and also the two pieces that I just mentioned. We'll be back in a moment right here on The Shannon Joy Show. Thanks for listening to The Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. As you all know, the Joy family is super sporty. We all play volleyball. The kids are playing beach volleyball in the summer, high school volleyball in the fall. And right now we are traveling across the country almost every weekend, different city every weekend, playing club volleyball. And uh, the kids need good nutrition. Very difficult to be healthy on the road. Sometimes they're playing you know, up to five games a day, 10 games in a weekend. And they need the vitamins and minerals. They need the nutrition. And I'm so thrilled to partner up with Field of Greens so that they can get all of the vitamins and the nutrients and the nutrition that they need to supplement their regular diet and keep them full of energy and healthy on the court. Also, healing after these long tournaments is really important. And the product line over at Field of Greens is fantastic. It is an easy way to make sure that your family is getting the nutrients that they need all natural every single day. Go to fieldofgreens.com. That's fieldofgreens.com. And plug in the promo code SHANNON. You can check out their whole lineup of products. And if you put in that promo code SHANNON, you'll get 15% off your order. So we're super excited to partner up with them and looking forward to a super healthy, super healthy 2023. So the global elites are meeting in Davos as I speak tonight. And the question is, what are they up to, right? So we're gonna look at uh, this crowd, those who have declared themselves masters of the universe. First, some reporting from Jordan Schachtel. His sub stack is the dossier and I highly recommend subscribing. Um, He did some great reporting. He got a tip a little over a week ago from one of his supporters. They leaked to him the guest list for Davos, which is super secret. And this is what he posted out last week, exclusive. The dossier acquires confidential Davos attendees list. And uh, this was sent to him by one of the supporters of his Substack. The attendees list is a massive roster of some of the most influential and diabolical forces in the corporate, governmental and nonprofit world. From the United States, this includes... The FBI director, Chris Ray, the CEOs of Amazon, BlackRock and Pfizer, top officials at the Gates Foundation and the Soros Network and the publisher of The New York Times, just to name a few. Quick update, George Soros, according to his Blue Check Twitter account, has pulled out of Davos at the last minute. One of the reasons could be because there has now been so much scrutiny. Again, identifying the enemy, that's one of the very um, first things that you need to do in order to battle them. And it has been you know, for so many years, so many decades, it's been unclear to people as to who the enemy really is. And we're beginning to see it was really in March of 2020 when we saw the power of the global elite and all of the connections, the fact that it indeed, they have captured so many of our Western democracies and the governments, both political parties in the government class in countries like the United States, Canada, in the UK, New Zealand, Australia, you name it, wholly owned subsidiaries of corporations, global corporations like Pfizer and also uh, massive finance corporations like BlackRock. Back to Jordan's piece, the World Economic Forum, through its annual Dav- Davos Conference, acts as the go-to, in-person, invite-only, closed only to or closed to ideological outsiders, policy and ideas shop for the global ruling class, and they see themselves as the ruling class, right? Uh, they've installed themselves. They are, the, this is the new world order. This is the, the global elite. And the the only question now is, will regular people like you and me fight back against it and become ungovernable, as Steve Dace says um, so succinctly? The idea here is to let them make all of their plans up at that you know, elite level. But the problem is the difficulty lies in implementation. Their plans are meaningless. Their meetings and the junkets and the organizations and the white papers and the presentations are completely meaningless if they cannot implement them at the local level. And that's where things are getting really interesting because they would like to see us back in masks. They would like to see us at 100% jab level. They would like to see 99% uptake of the boosters. But right now it's sitting at like a measly 18%, right? So there are so many people, like they, they have lost so much credibility. And so many have woken up to what happened to us over the past two and a half, three years, that it's becoming much more difficult for them to implement their grand disastrous plans. According to Jordan Schachtel, the World Economic Forum, we're going to get into this a little bit more, is a fanatical political organization masquerading as a neutral entity with specific policy goals that involve centralizing power into the possession of a handful of handpicked global elites as the only means to save the earth from claimed climate emergencies, right? So we are going, you know, again, it is the politicization of emergencies, right? Declaring natural emergencies, declaring health emergencies, and they are going to begin to declare um, climate change like the the climate change that is happening in the planet as a health emergency and that's going to be their next excuse to lock us down and that it's very obvious what they want they are are very clear in their stated goals the question is are we going to let them that's where that local element, Comes into play. I have been an evangelist of localism for a very long time. Those of you who have listened to me, speaking of consistency, for the past 10 years, I've been talking about local organization and local resistance as the only way or the best way to resist globalization um, for almost a decade right we throw there are more of us than there are of them and what we can do is throw wrenches we can disrupt the system from the local level with local organization you and i can't jump on a private jet and hop over to Davos and smack Klaus Schwab around and tell him to knock it off because we just don't have that access. But we can use our time and resource at the local level and our own communities from our own corners of the world to organize in resistance to whatever their policies are. So if they have an education agenda that they want to shove down our throats, well, that's why you get involved at the school board level, and you get involved long-term, and you make sure that the globalist plans are not implemented in your community or in your child's school. If they have an idea for charging electric cars or monitoring your energy usage in your town, well, that's going to go through your zoning boards or your town boards or your village boards. You need to get on those boards or you need to attend those meetings so that you're always there, find your people, get a group, there's strength in numbers, and you just continually battle against those agenda items. And let me tell you, I've seen them shot down a million times. It works when people deploy it. But here in the United States of America, we've been so divided politically, Democrat versus Republican, and we've come to believe that all solutions exist in Washington, D.C. in the hands of politicians. So we no longer govern, govern ourselves. We've become apathetic when it comes to localism and local organization and civics. Um, and by doing that, we have left all of the decision making and the saving of our country for a, a political elite here in the US, not realizing that our political elite has been completely, completely bought by the globalists um you know masters of the universe in davos so that's why we're in this pickle right because we're not we're not activating from that local level so i always want to encourage people to get up get involved spend a few hours a week to, you know donate 3 to 4 hours a week just paying t- paying attention to what's going on in your local community right so back to jordan's piece the, the world economic forum is the chief coalition builder for what amounts to a public private fascist movement Over the years, they partnered with the most influential individuals in business, along with central bankers, governmental head honchos, and international organizations in order to facilitate their top-down vision for technocratic tyranny, or what they call stakeholder capitalism. And you know that you've heard this term, stakeholders. From your local community meetings, I'm sure you've heard your superintendents, your school board members, your village or town board members talk about stakeholders. What that means is corporations will come into your community where they don't live, but they want to build something or they want to suck up taxpayer dollars, and they will declare themselves stakeholders along with you, those of you who live physically, geographically in a community these corporations or these nonprofits or government organizations will come in and claim a stake and say that they have a they have a seat at the table they should have Um, you know, access to the agendas and that they should be counted when the community is decided. Be like Walmart coming in and saying, you know what, we want to vote. We want to build a huge Walmart in your local community. Maybe it's a little village. And you know what, we're going to send six guys and we're going to sit down and we're going to vote on that with you with the local community members. They're, They're not really stakeholders, but they've declared themselves stakeholders. And that has happened at the global level as well. And so They call it stakeholder capitalism. The World Economic Forum seeks to deliberately roll back human progress, innovation, and and personal flourishing under the guise of saving the planet from a so-called climate emergency. It's getting more difficult for them to get away with this, though, because more and more people like Jordan Schachtel are reporting on it. It was actually his reporting that resulted in abandoning ship republicans so they were outed jordan schachtel published the guest list for davos and it included a bunch of so-called conservative republicans who will wrap themselves up in the american flag and talk about uh, you know making america great again and loving the constitution and our sovereignty and our borders meanwhile they're hobnobbing with that global elite in davos well not anymore they were outed by jordan schachtel And for reasons unexplained, according to his next headline, they canceled the trip at the last minute. Monday marked the first day of the World Economic Forum's annual confab in Davos. Following the dossier's reporting, two Republican members of the announced delegation to Davos bailed out of Davos at the last minute. For reasons unexplained, Senator James Reich, Republican, Idaho, And Representative Mike Gallagher, Republican, Wisconsin, will no longer have the World Economic Forum on their calendars. They are not traveling to Davos and choosing to stay stateside this week. Both their congressional offices have confirmed that they are not going to make the trip. Unfortunately, neither legislator has explained why they decided to cancel at the last minute, while it's encouraging that they decided not to participate in the WEF's technocratic fascist tyranny convention, they do owe their constituents an explanation. All right. That leaves, that doesn't mean that the Republicans are off the hook. That leaves Representative Maria Salazar and Representative Daryl Issa, who attended Davos last year as well, as the only Republicans in the delegation. The elected officials will be joined in Davos by Governor Brian Kempt, A Republican from Georgia who is the only Republican in the gubernatorial delegation. So, if you, if I just named one of your senators or representatives or your governor Brian Kemp, if you're living in living in Georgia, maybe give them a call and let them know that you don't really appreciate them heading out uh, to join the fascist confab over at Davos. So, when we come back, we're going to look at. Uh, the Davos elite, a little bit more about this ruling class, those who have declared themselves, like I said, masters of the universe, who they are, and the tactics and techniques that they're they're using as we dive into this piece from Robert Malone substack, Fifth Generation Warfare Terms and Tactics. We're going to get in a little bit deeper when we come back on the Shannon Joy Show. Thanks for listening to the Shannon Joy Show. We'll be right back. Hey guys, I am so psyched to be working with the folks over at Colonial Metals Group. You guys know that I am all about personal empowerment, never living in fear or waiting for some politician to save you. Being at the whim of the stock market or the current administration does not make me feel safe or secure. But having a self-directed IRA where I can safely store physical gold and silver, assets that have stood the test of time, makes a lot of sense to me. Let the team of experts at CMG help you protect your family's future. Maybe you're just getting started. Maybe you're already in a 401k or an IRA, or maybe you're thinking about your parents' retirement. Regardless of your situation, Colonial Metals Group can help. We put together a special offer for this audience. Click on the link in the description below or call 888-705-0950. That's 888-705-0950 and you'll be eligible to receive a free safe and up to $10,000 in free silver. Don't sit around waiting for a politician to save you. Save yourself, protect your wealth and call Colonial Metals Group today. It is a crazy roller coaster ride. I love the 5G warfare because it is so unpredictable and we can be involved. And what's really interesting about Davos is typically there aren't any reporters there or only a select few reporters there who will toe the party line. Uh but since 2020 we have seen organizations like Rebel News and the Counter Signal you know, descend into Davos and the some of the reporting is hilarious, but Kian Baxte is of the counter signal. And this is just an example. This is why they're getting in trouble, right? Because now there is an independent media um just a a presence that is not being manipulated, that is not towing the the PR narrative, and they're actually reporting. And this is crazy. This is from the counter signal Kian Baxte. Switzerland media outlets are reporting that escort services are fully booked for the week of Davos. So not only are these guys megalomaniac controlled freak lunatics, they're perverts as well with with probably very disgusting sexual appetites, according to this piece. All right. Erotic entertainment provider Argua. Told the daily newspaper 20 Minuten that diplomats and businesses have hired their escorts for themselves and their employees to party in Davos hotels. These people are disgusting. For example, our women have already been brought to Davos by diplomats and company bosses. Some also book escorts for themselves and their employees to party in the hotel suite, said the studio's managing director. Escorts are being hired for dinners and, quote, subsequent sexual services. They don't even hide it. They're pretty liberal in Switzerland. And so they're probably just reporting this as like, yeah, this is just what happens in Davos because it's just what happens. But it's pretty disgusting. Hired escorts describe the clientele as more demanding and having higher standards. The customers are more demanding than our normal clientele. Above all, women with a model figure and top appearance are in demand, said the manager. Some escorts are even being booked for a full three day workload. The head of Xenia, um, which, okay, the head of Xenia's sex work department, Krista Amman, told the Swiss outlet that her escorts offer a special wider range of services. For elites at events like the World Economic Forum Summit. The WEF belongs in a category of such events, says Iman. Complete perverts, complete perverts, nasty, fat, disgusting, lazy perverts with bizarre sexual appetites, I'm sure. And this is what they do these are the people who rule us. They have no self control, they have way too much money, way too much time, way too much influence. And it's because we've all become so divided, we don't trust each other. And so we are are essentially just handing our sovereignty, our freedom over to these lunatics. right? Great reporting by Kian Baxi over at the Counter Signal. And head over to Rebel News. They have some people on the ground at Davos, which I'm sure is very interesting. So here's a piece how the Davos elite took back control. We're We're defining the enemy right? I think it's becoming clear, right? It's not, um, certainly we have warring factions, political factions in the United States of America, but we do need to understand that both political parties are in on it together. We can't ever forget that it was a Republican president with a Republican-led Senate that locked us down in 2020 in the first place. It was a Republican president who issued the mask mandate and who authored the executive order for Operation Warp Speed. It is the president that today, right? Just yesterday, President Trump inexplicably came out again doubling down. On the COVID nineteen mRNA vaccines, despite the overwhelming tsunami of data that is now being released, despite the fact that the CDC itself is admitting that there is a problem in terms uh, in terms of of strokes, uh, ignoring all of the data on myocarditis and pericarditis in the one point. 5 million reports of adverse reactions to the VAERS adverse event reporting system in Washington, D.C., which is run by the CDC. And so it, it it makes absolutely no sense. And as conservatives and Republicans, we're gonna have to do business with this issue with Trump because, again, he continues to double down on this. And for me, that is a complete, I mean, in terms of the contest for the Republican nominee the presidency in two thousand and twenty four uh, that's a non-starter. Trump is a non-starter, a complete non-starter. He got vaccines and lockdown so wrong. God bless him, go off, retire, have a great time. But uh, you know, I think that takes him out of the running as a serious political candidate because the the ramifications and the the tragedy that, you know, that we have suffered as a result, um, is is way too overwhelming to justify another four year presidency for him. So that's just my opinion on that. But let's look at this piece about the Davos elite and who they are. And essentially, they they're, they have installed themselves as, and, and this is through a multi year, multi decade process of infiltrating political organizations, governmental organizations, uh, education institution institutes, um, and you know, setting themselves up as uh, nonprofit public-private partnerships. It's this um, very systemic infiltration of Western democracies specifically. And they've done this over, over decades. So again, going back to Davos, we know thousands uh, of the world's global elite are convening in Davos. With their most important annual get-together, it's the meeting of the World Economic Forum. Alongside heads of state from all over the world, the CEOs of Amazon BlackRock, JP Morgan Chase, Pfizer, Moderna will gather, as well as the president of the European Commit- Commission, the IMF's managing director, that's the International Monetary Fund, the secretary general of NATO, the chiefs of FBI and M16, the publisher of the New York Times, and of course, the event's infamous host, founder and chairman of the World Economic Forum, Klaus Schwab. As many as 5,000 soldiers may be deployed for protection. So what is it, right? Founded in 1971 by Klaus Schwab himself, he kind of exploded onto the scene out of nowhere. Um, Schwab himself was the founder of the WEF, the World Economic Forum. And its stated goal is um, that they are committed to improving the state of the world, and this is from their own materials, through public-private cooperation known as multi-stakeholder governance. The idea is that global decision-making should not be left to sovereign governments and nation-states. So again, in terms of war, Right it isn't nation state versus versus nation state over a physical boundary or a body of water or a land mass right It is essentially um you know this kind of conglomeration of Of elites who've just kind of declared themselves owners of everything. So you we're not having, you know, warring between nation states unless, unless they're launching some kind of fake war to distract us from other things that they're doing. Right. The the enemy is this group, right? And they have declared ownership of the globe and every natural resource on the globe, including your body. That is why force masking you is really important. That's why. Um, forced surveillance, constant surveillance via um, the internet and you know any of the surveillance, Packages that they put together in different municipalities, uh, cameras, you name it. Um, this is all designed. I mean, this is part of the ownership of you, right? And the the brass ring. This is why we knew that all COVID roads led to forced vaccination, which is what I said to my audience very early in spring of two thousand twenty. We knew this because forced vaccination, coerced vaccination, is the closest to establishing ownership of a, a person's body that they can get to. Right, if they can force you to undergo a medical intervention against your will, right, and they and they started this process with the with the masking that was close to your face. If they can achieve that, then that signifies ownership of your body. This is why resistance to the vaccine is so important. This is why the Rasmussen poll that I keep going back to, I've mentioned multiple times that identifies Americans as believing that the COVID mRNA vaccines um, are contributing to the spike in all-cause mortality is very important. And this is why the low uptake of the boosters in the U.S. and in Europe is so important. It signifies the resistance. It signifies that, um, because remember, they they really got us to, to take the vaccine through coercion and manipulation and propaganda techniques. Uh, you didn't see, I don't think, um, health officials coming in and seizing people out of their homes and strapping them down and forcing a vaccine into their arm, even though we know that Alan Dershowitz would love to see that because he talked about it in one of the more infamous interviews where he said, you have no right to your own body. You have no right. This is public health. And in the sphere of public health, you don't have a right to your own body. The health officials and the authorities and the experts and the science, they own your body. They'll tell you what medical intervention you're going to undergo, and that signifies a new 21st century slavery. That's what I called it almost three years ago, right? So that's what it, that's what is very important to understand is that they have claimed ownership. it's It's already done. Now, now, can they keep control of us? That's the fun part, right? As Steve Day said, I mentioned, from the blaze, it's time to become ungovernable. And this is why you have to find people in your own community and get ready to say no and resist. This is why I refused very early on, I refused to wear a mask. I refused in New York state to the point where I was arrested at a school board meeting for not wearing my mask appropriately, right? So that's why that resistance was so important because it signifies um, a, a resistance to this new tyranny, right? So the idea is, and this is the piece by Thomas Fozzie, How the Davos Elite Took Back Control. It's on Robert Malone's Substack if you want to find it. The idea is that global decision-making should not be left to governments or sovereign nation-states, as in the post-war multilateralist framework enshrined in the United Nations, but should involve a whole range of non-governmental stakeholders, civil society bodies, academic experts, media personalities, and most important, multinational corporations— In its own words, the World Economic Forum's project is to redefine the international system as constituting a wider, multifaceted system of global cooperation in which intergovernmental legal frameworks and institutions are embedded as a core, but not the sole and sometimes not the most crucial component, meaning you have no say, meaning you you do not have a sovereign government anymore. All right, nation states are largely um, they they're, they don't really exist, right? It's it's window dressing. It's kind of kabuki theater. It's like the it's like the royal family in the UK, right? They're there. They exist. She's the queen. He's the king. You have a prince and a princess here and there, and the cute little kids running around. They don't run anything. They don't make any decisions. You, you know, you can't lobby them in order to affect change in your local community. It's the same with your national government, with your Republican Party or your Democrat Party. That's essentially what they're saying here, and they've already done it, or they're trying to do it right now. They've already established it. What you're seeing now is the pushback and all of the propaganda, the difficulty that you're are having in discerning and knowing what the hell is going on is the fact that they are dumping, they're losing control of this narrative. People are identifying them as an enemy, beginning to understand who they are and what they're doing, and this is making it very difficult for them to implement their next controlled crisis, their next... You know, emergency situation where they can lock us down again. They would love to. Believe me, they've been trying to with all the different variants and whatever the next crisis is, we have to be prepared for it. I think more and more people are prepared for it. And this is kind of freaking them out a little bit. This is why you're seeing all of the controlled opposition and all of the propaganda and the media manipulations in earnest right now, because they're scrambling. They are scrambling. And that is evidenced by the two Republicans who are pulling out. I can tell you what happened their constituents, thanks to Jordan Schachtel, got wind of the fact that they were going to join the global elitist fascists in Davos, and their constituents made it very difficult for them to do so, so they pulled out. That's the definition of bottom-up resistance and making it impossible for them to seize control. It's much harder than we imagine. We tend to think that the folks out at Davos are super sophisticated and manipulative, and they have enormous amounts of power and money, and they kind of do. But let me tell you, reigning in 8 billion people on a planet is very difficult, especially Americans. Reigning in 340 or 50 million Americans is much harder than I think they ever imagined, especially when you have a population that is by nature a little bit adverse to government control and also very well-armed. Uh, yeah, we still have our guns in the United States of America. In fact, I think more people have guns than ever before and more people have ammo than ever before. And believe me, they know that. They know that. And so the the long and short of it is that um, while some might think this sounds, you know, what, what they say sounds benign, um, it neatly encapsulates the basic philosophy of globalism, which is, insulating policy from democracy by transferring the decision-making process from the national and international democratic level, where the citizens theoretically are able to exercise some degree of influence and transferring that to an unelected um, party, a a supranational level, placing a self-selected group of unelected, unaccountable stakeholders Mainly corporations in charge of global decisions concerning everything, everything from energy to food to health policies um media, and like I mentioned public health, okay, so it's about a thousand it's it's i mean it's a very small number all right it's i believe i mean they go into it here um. The World Economic Forum itself is mostly funded by about 1,000 member companies, typically global enterprises with multi-billion-dollar turnovers, which includes some of the world's biggest corporations. Right in oil: Saudi, Aramco, Shell, Chevron, BP, Unilever, Coca-Cola, Nestle, Facebook, Google, Amazon, Microsoft, Apple, pharmaceuticals. You have AstraZeneca, Pfizer, Moderna. The composition of the World Economic Forum's board is also revealing, including Lawrence Fink. He's the CEO of BlackRock, David M. Rubenstein, co chairman of the Carlisle Group, and Mark Schneider, CEO of Nestle. There's no need to resort to conspiracy theories to posit that the World Economic Forum's agenda is much more likely to be tailored to suit the interests of its founders and board members, the world's ultra wealthy and corporate elites, rather than improving the state of the world as the organization claims. These are the people. This is the enemy. We'll be back in a moment on the Shannon Joy Show. We are running low on time, so I'm not going to get to the tactics and techniques, but we will get to that later in the week here on The Shannon Joy Show. In the meantime, thank you so much for being with us tonight. Like usual, I ran out of time, so this is going to be a shorty. If you appreciate the show and you appreciate the reporting, the interviews that we do here on The Shannon Joy Show, please remember we are completely independent and we depend on you the listener to support this operation so if you like what we do please consider going to the shannonjoy.com the shannonjoy.com and making a contribution or a monthly contribution becoming a patron we so appreciate all of you if you would like to comment or you have any questions feel free to email me the shannonjoy at gmail.com the at show at gmail.com I love to hear from all of you thanks so much for listening we'll be back Tomorrow, to do it all again, right here on the channel. Hey everyone, Shannon Joy for Connecta Mobile. So, when I started my show 10 years ago, I would talk to my friends about privacy and the Fourth Amendment, and they would look at me like I had three heads. Now, fast forward to 2024. Post COVID, and everyone is talking about privacy. We are freaked out by AI, grossed out by government surveillance, and very aware that data is the new gold. Combine that with the new reality that your whole life and all of your data is on your phone and in the palm of your hands, making you a sitting duck for common hackers, corporate hustlers, or government spies. Are you going to let them get away with that? Well, I'm not, and that's why I use my Connecta mobile phone as the official business phone for Joy Media. That's because Connecta is the only phone company that specializes in security and privacy above all else. Call Connecta Mobile today and talk to a real person who lives in the United States about securing your devices and communications for as little as $35 a month. Their basic plan includes device encryption, encrypted text and data, also a free phone. That's just the beginning. Call 941-246-2156 to talk to a representative. That's 941-246-2156. Or go to phone123.com slash joy today. That's phone123.com slash joy. Get securely connected today only with Connecta.